Yeah, this is exciting. I think, I mean, we're really fancy now. We're like extra. We're like next level fancy now. It, although, like, being able to hear the music reminds me of um, when I made movies in high school because we couldn't, like, edit music back in later. We yeah. had to have the music playing. And so, you like, like, a tape if you player. Were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was definitely a tape player. Yeah. Um, if you would have asked me, like, how to get the music on the podcast, I would have been like, we play it on a thing. We have a CD player next to us, and we press (laughs) play, and we put the phone up to it. So, like, it feels a little bit low-tech in a weird way, too. Yes, the fact that we're, like, manually doing it. That we could actually hear it, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, we'll, we'll jump right in. This is Pancake Town, the podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. Um, we are once again separated, um, which you can probably yeah. tell by Michelle's f- phone phone sound uh, audio. Um, so we're just, it's, uh, what, mid-July at this point? Since we need to track in, hi- uh, in, yeah. in history, we need to track, like, at what point in the pandemic we're at since this is lasting forever. Yeah, we should, we should really, like, <laughs> be clear in each episode what the date is yeah like how far how when we're actually recording and like yeah because in the next 48 hours everything could change yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so again what the date it oh uh, no idea july uh 17th i think that monday is the 20th yeah i think it's the 17th today so i could count back from that um yeah (laughs) that's all i know we're, we're going to guess that it's July 17th. So basically, if you don't live in Chicago, I feel like most people listening live in Chicago. Um, we were doing pandemic-wise okay here for a bit, yep. um, which is when we recorded those couple episodes um, sort of socially distanced in person. Yeah. But um, things are trending right back upward here. So yeah. I feel like we're days away from things being rolled back and we might as well just like play it safe ease back into this now yeah it's weird because it's like i don't i mean i don't want to be debbie downer and i didn't want to be debbie downer months ago but like i kind of called it like i said i mean i said i said second shutdown in september that was my original Mm -hmm. which still is might be what happens um and, like, once summer hit and everybody, like, immediately was behaving badly, like, even before mm. we reopened for uh, yeah. phase four or whatever, um, I was like, we're fucked. Like, we're so fucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, Steve and I were just saying, like, we blame everybody and their stupid love of summer for this. Yeah. Like, people can't. Well, I, I also blame, like, everyone's, like, hatred of their own families. Like, why can't you just, like, how do you not want to just be in your house, like, with your family? Like, how are you not using Uh, this as, like, an amazing excuse to, like, not be around other people? Like, I, like. Yeah, I love it. That blows my mind that people are like, I need to get out and be around everybody else. (laughs) You're just like, do you do? Like, I hate that. That's the worst part of life. 
I know. Is well, other would... people. Hell is other people. That's a saying for a reason. And yet everyone's like, I need to be out. I need to be doing my things that I do. I need to be socializing. I need to be at a bar. I need like, no, you don't. No, you don't, sweetie. And also like, it's like a month. Oh, Josh and I have like multiple times that that meme that goes around that's like changes all the time that says like, you know, a, t- a lot of you haven't you know done this and it shows like that's the same and then you fill in the blank so it's like like a ton of you haven't seen this movie and it shows and it's always like I don't know if I've seen you've never one. seen those things go around so like our thing know. that we keep saying is um like a lot of you haven't read Diary of Anne Frank and it shows like why like do you not know how lucky you are yeah, like, yeah this yeah. scenario is yeah. not bad like yeah read the diary of Anne frank and then bitch about how you can't go to a bar sure like and if you don't know who Anne frank is stop everything you're doing because <laughs> well, oh no, no there are people who Anne frank is, oh there right? are people who don't know who Anne frank is young people i think there I are know. a lot of people who don't know who Anne frank is hmm. there are a lot of uneducated people in the world I know that may sound shocking to you. There are people who currently think that wearing a mask will kill you because you're inhaling your own carbon monoxide. Yeah, no. That's a thing. That's what people, people in society who have jobs and like function amongst us think that inhaling that you are inhaling your own carbon monoxide when you have a mask on and that that will kill you. Is it carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide? Sorry, carbon dioxide. Yes, carbon dioxide. Yeah. Like, that's... Well, carbon monoxide will kill yes, you. Yes, carbon monoxide will kill you. You probably have a big problem. If you're, if you're exhaling, exhaling carbon monoxide... <laughs> sorry, everybody. I got one, no, of, okay. one of the oxygen atoms <laughs> left my com- the conversation. Well, you're thinking of the bad kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, like the reasons for people to not do, and and then you're like, do they really think that? Or are they just coming up with a thing to like justify why they're not doing it when the real reason is that they don't want to? Or like, I, it's so crazy to me. They have to know that like people in certain professions wear wear um, masks all the time or masks like to do their work. Yeah, right? like, like all the time and have for decades, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're not aware of that. No. I don't know. It's really scary. It makes me really nervous. And then, like, I see everybody's posts constantly. Like, there's just such an influx on social media of everybody being like, wear a mask and here's an article and read this. And it's great and all, but every time I see something, I'm like, you're preaching to the choir. Well, yeah, be Besides a little preaching to the choir, I think it's just making other people double down. Um, oh, yeah, like, for sure. I w- we had this discussion this morning about how, like, we, ev- every movement that we see the other side do is the opposite of ours, which yeah. means that essentially we created it because they saw, right. yeah. oh, it seems like all the liberals are wearing masks and we're the opposite yeah, of screw liberals. Them. We're so gonna we got to be the opposite of yeah. them. Which is why, like, I don't know, a while ago I decided to not post, like, all the wear a mask things feel kind of condescending because 
you know. <laughs> like, yeah. They should be, but also it's not going to convince anyone. Yeah, I don't think that's... Like, making someone feel dumb isn't going to change their mind. And it's really just, it's only, like, a lot of that kind of stuff... Yeah, a lot of that kind of (laughs) stuff is only funny and empowering to the people who don't need to see it. Yeah. Right? So, like, so then, I mean, and that's kind of true... Like ironically, that's kind of true of a lot of messages that 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 we yeah. put out there. Like it's true of all of them. Yeah. Like it just <laughs> it becomes a thing where you're like, yeah, I don't like no one that needs to be told this follows you. No one that needs to be told this is listening to you. Well, and I anybody mean, that does is like defiant against you because of it. Like they're like, oh, you don't want me to wear my mask guess what? Or like, you want me to wear my mask and you're making fun of me? Well, now I'm definitely not wearing it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's that Um, kind of attitude. Yeah. And I just like the confusion people seem to have, like, how can there be this anti-mask movement? Like, first of all, not the first time. Right. Um, you, I think you shared that whole article from anti-mask movement from the, um, Spanish flu, right? Yeah. It was from Um, like 1918. Almost exactly 100 years ago. And also, again, we created it by having a, like, every time there's any movement, there will be the opposite of the movement. Like, yes, absolutely. It's the pendulum trivial, swing. But, like, remember when the whole, the girl boss trend started, Ugh. instantly, we're like, nope. We hate that. Anti-girl boss yeah. movement. Every like cancel culture. Oh, now there's an anti-cancel culture movement. There will always be that. <laughs> yes. So, in essence, the like pro whatever movement always yeah, actually we'll have creates an anti. the anti movement. Yep. It's the anti movement wouldn't exist without pro movement. So we're all responsible for it. Yeah, exactly. But that's, that's really sad and nihilistic. But it's also <laughs> but, but it's also inevitable because like it yeah. doesn't like even if there wasn't a movement per se, it's still going to start with a tiny seed of like someone being like, "Hey, you've got to wear a mask." And then the other person being like, "No, I don't." And then being like, "Yeah, but like you you kind of do." And they're like, "No." And then it's like it's like a tiny thing that could have been fine is like yeah. snowballs yeah. and snowballs and snowballs. And then on a national level and plus the internet. Uh-huh. It, yes. I think we made it worse. Oh yeah. Probably. We definitely made it worse. Yeah. I mean, we've made everything worse. Yeah. Um, but how would you Again. know? Like no one individually knows that they're gonna, you know, it's the way that everything is. It's like, one individual person doing something isn't going to affect much change, but millions of people doing it simultaneously will can cause tremendous change. Like that's the yeah. irony. Like that can be good and that can be bad. Can be bad. And under normal circumstances, we would probably have a government that was like, we back the logical people, but but we're in this weird situation where we have a government that says we back the insane morons. So oh, they just, I mean, you saw the like we're not gonna let science um, stand in the way of opening schools or whatever. Did yeah, you see that? I did. Yeah, yeah and then it's like, yeah, well, ever, then they're all gonna die, and then and then science, and you'll be like, yay, we're so glad we denied science. That's Let's go to some funerals. 
or not, like, can't actually go to funerals. I right know, but, but they'll go to funerals think. because they're anti maskers. Oh, right. They'll be like, you ain't keeping me from my funeral. Like, I'm, of course, I'm going, like, that's, it's the fucked up irony of all of this. Like, none of these um, people think, like, Chuck Woolery's son. Did you see my thing that was like, fuck Chuck Woolery? Because he yeah. wrote that post. Then two days yeah. later, guess what? Yeah, his son has Woolery. His son has fucking COVID. Like, shut your mouths, everybody. You're just, like, taunting the beast. Like, you're just, like, asking for karma to come and bite you in the ass. Yeah, like, we've seen enough people who are, like, oops, I didn't think it was real. Now I'm dead. Now I'm sick. Um, Now I'm in the hospital. Now I'm dead. Or my family is dead. And my family is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, But then you can't do it. I mean, you can't do anything about it. You can't fight. You can't, like... It's also kind of like, well, I guess that's none of my business, except for that it is because you're the you're draining our resources and you're causing it to spread to people that didn't, yeah, that were being careful and were wearing a mask and were doing taking all the safety precautions. Um, yeah, it's a rare, well, not really a rare situation where like you can't just be like, fine, that's your prerogative. Because yeah. in general, like I like to if something really doesn't affect the general public, like I always use this example, which I'll probably get in trouble for, but it's my (laughs) go-to example. Um, Like if someone's doing heroin by themselves in the closet, (laughs) wherever you do heroin, that's the general, I mean, you could argue it does, but um, like if you're comparing uh, doing heroin versus like smoking cigarettes you know yeah like secondhand smoke does affect everyone around you right um whereas heroin's just gonna kill you um so it could affect your behavior um, and then you could harm someone sure 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 yeah there are other reasons but like that's why like smoking pisses me off so much yeah because yes because it's passively harming others absolutely yes um like it's yeah, I just, I always joke, I'd rather you, like, be sitting in your house doing heroin, um, which, no, I don't, but, you know. Well, right, it's the it's idea like, that, like, it's the idea that... I'm not that, getting cancer from your heroin. Yes. I mean, it's it's the bigger idea that this issue isn't about people's autonomous freedom. Like, it it is yeah. very yeah, much yeah. about how, you, what you are doing and your actions directly affect other people and their health and their well-being like if they're I actually thought about it the other day I thought if if the situation that was happening was that there was a like the whole killer hornet thing that was going to have the murder hornets that like never happened I was thinking about that I was like okay so what if COVID never happened and murder hornets was a thing Right. So let's say let's say there's a plague of murder hornets and it's Uh affecting the world. Yeah. In the in the same way that covid currently is. Every country has it. It is all pervasive. Whenever you walk out of your house, there is the possibility like like, bee suit. on. Right. There's there's the possibility that a murder hornet will fly up to you and sting you 
and you may or may not die from that sting, right? So that's the statistics that we're dealing with. Oh, okay. So, like, you could go outside of your house right now. You you can decide that you're too afraid to do that because you don't want to. You want to have zero percent risk of murder hornet contact, right? So you're gonna stay in your house, uh-huh. or you're like, I have to go to the fucking grocery store, so I'm gonna go outside. But but there's a spray that you have to spray, or a mask, or a suit you have to wear, yeah. right? That everybody yeah. needs to get. They have they're responsible for it. They're not free. The government's not providing it. The government's like fuck hornet suits the the president is going to press conferences defiantly not wearing a hornet suit um and but but the smart people who are like i've seen that i've been shown that there are people who have gotten stung by a hornet and gone to the hospital and died a terrible death i don't want to be one of those people so like if you went, if people were like, hey, uh, you need to wear a, a fucking hornet suit when you go outside, like, I have to believe that everyone would do it because it's no longer, it's no longer another person, like, affecting the behavior of another person. It's no longer mm-hmm. a confrontational thing of, like, someone going into the 7-Eleven and being like, dude, you need to put a mask on. There, like, It would just be like, everybody has a calm understanding that this is the safest thing that we need to do and everyone's buying bulk hornet spray. Yeah. And like as a nation, we would somehow like join together. There wouldn't be like anti-hornet people and pro-hornet people. Right? Would, you know what? I almost would take that. Yeah, Instead absolutely. Of, of course. Right of now, course you would because I have some hornet spray. <laughs> because the hornets are fucking uh like I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Like unlike other people who can kill you right now, you can't do anything to them. If you see a person like walk around without a mask on, you're not allowed to like keep them from doing that. No, but I can give them the guy for a long time sure but then like what happens when things that have actually happened like the guy says to somebody in at his job like put a mask on and then the other guy shoots him that's why i just stick with my stink eye but like a stink eye could lead to someone being like why did you give me a stink eye and that could like that all of that can escalate to something that is very violent and because if you if you say something or do something to the wrong psycho dumb idiot person right now like you don't know what is going to come of that because it's humans dealing with humans it's it's crazy it and it's also everyone has anxiety everyone even the people who are like it doesn't scare me i don't have fears like that is from anxiety and fear. Like, that's why the, everyone is scared. There's not a single fucking person that isn't scared. And if they say they're not scared, they're lying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, it's like a we'll weird thing where it's like... our topic. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like, it's a weird thing to think about. Like, if it were like a plague plague, like if it were like a... We should have called it the plague. Yeah, we should have. I think that would have helped. Yeah. No, except for then... Yeah, no, that probably would have helped because then that would have been like a Bible thing. Yeah. And, and, right? And people would have been like, I, oh, I like the Bible. 
Well, or they would have been like, I'm a good Christian. I'm going to go to heaven, so I'm not worried about it. I mean, there are some nutsos that are like, if that's God's will. And I'm like, if it's God's will for like us to have a shithead president who doesn't support vaccine development and won't wear a mask, if that's God's will? What are you talking about? Like, what? That doesn't make any fucking sense. That does not make any sense. Like, be fucking reasonable. Like... I will get in trouble for saying that, and I don't care because that's dumb. That is dumb. Like, yeah, I mean, I need to have a whole other podcast for those topics. Like, um, the, come on. I mean, I think it's weird because the, I don't think that there's a way to. I I don't honestly think that there's a way to get even the majority of people to wear masks, let alone all the people. Like, I don't, no. that's not possible. No, and, well, here, will you, this will be our last uh, rant about this, um, but um, as an example, and also to support your previous rant about your grocery store, oh, uh, yeah. we went in there yesterday, Yeah, and I would like to attest that Emily was not exaggerating, <laughs> not one fucking bit, mm. about how terrifying it is going in there yeah um, pretty bad. we walked in behind a woman who had not she she didn't have a mask hanging off of her anywhere she just walked straight in yeah no mask yeah and she had a look in her face like don't fucking like dare i dare you to ask me to yeah. put a mask on yeah yep she was older too, mm-hmm. so it's like um, you're statistically more likely to die from this. But yeah. whatever. We have a few um, neighbors. And so we had to like slow down to like get away from her and make sure we stayed away from her the whole time. Yeah. And then there are employees without masks on. Yep. Several people. Um, one guy was like just kind of holding it on. Um, people with it under their noses. Like we almost just left. Yeah, um, the under the noses thing is really bad. The only times we go to the grocery store anymore, which has proven to be successful, is if you go literally right when they open. So, like, 7, okay. seven in the morning on a weekday. Oh, they don't have a senior shopping hour? No. Oh, of course not. So No. Like, no one... Fucking of course not. And also, we'll, you we'll don't want to go during again. senior shopping hour because all the seniors in our neighborhood are the people who aren't wearing masks. So, you don't want to go during that time. It's, it's true. Um... Yeah, besides that, we went one of the, we need like three things. We were going to get some corn and it was moldy. So nice. Not, not a great first impression. Yeah, they are like, very. Thanks for your moldy produce. They're very inconsistent there. I will say that. And they have not been handling this. Like they were great no. before this and they like, they have not yeah. handled the, the changes well at all. Um, so. And obviously it's not easy, but. We have still been going to harvest time <laughs> in Lincoln Square. I mean, if it's um, good. Like, and they're doing a great job. Yeah. So. I mean, I I wish that we had, I mean, I would, if I wasn't, like, filled with anxiety about stuff and was willing to, like, I don't know, our cars, our other cars not running and okay. I'm, it's like a whole thing. So I'm just like, well, I'm willing to together. just, yeah, we don't, I mean. We don't go to, we don't, we go together, but like, I would rather not do it on the weekends because oh. that's when people. Yeah. Are. I mean, yeah. okay. 
anyhow, just wanted to throw that in there. If anyone thought Emily was being overly ecstatic about how terrible her grocery store I'm is, prone to do she that. Was not. Well, you know, like in case anyone thought that. No one cares. No uh, one, no one even listened to that. Um, not wrong. It was terrible, and we're not going back. <laughs> There's our first sound effect. Um, so for those of you who didn't see the like one mention of our new equipment on Instagram, um, Josh bought me a very fancy, well, bought us, I guess. I think he bought himself this, but like, we're going to pretend that it's for us. Sure. Um, he bought us a very fancy new podcasting, um, I'm going to call it a mixing board. I guess okay. that's technically what it's called. Um, by a company called Rode. So it's the, if anybody actually cares, the machine is called a Rodecaster Pro. And it's specifically made for podcasting. Like that's why, that's what it's for. Um, it's crazy fancy. Um, the intro music that you heard at the beginning, instead of previous to this, like we would record our audio and then Josh, we would hand that over to Josh and Josh would have to like assemble the whole episode um, in his music software, his recording software later. Um, but now we have fancy, like I have a little trackpad with little buttons that have sound effects and I have the intro outro music um, all programmed into this board. So that in theory, um, we are, so <laughs> we should be able to do our episodes like start to finish in this mixing board and actually yeah. not ever need Josh. Um, unless it's for something like much more complicated. Um, we, should we name the new mixing board Josh? I think so. Josh two. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. He might be slightly offended by that. Or maybe he'll be, maybe he'll be honored by that. I don't know. I think it's, it's an honoring thing unless he's offended and then it's not. <laughs> I mean, we're not trying to like replace Josh. It's mostly like. I mean, he. So I think he was trying to replace himself. Right. right. If you didn't, if he really liked doing what he was doing, I <laughs> don't think he would have bought us a piece no. of equipment that literally replaces him. And is, yeah. and he's like, here's this. Now I never have to help you ever again. Yeah. No. Wait, I'm going to call it Josh too. But we also, we've had this dynamic of like, Michelle and I don't want to be like bothering him all the time because honestly, yeah. I mean, we do, we kind of infrequently pay him like when we do have money that comes in for the podcast we'll be we'll like throw him a hundred dollars and be like thank you yeah, for it, doing it, this for three yeah. years um <laughs> and then he like almost always like buys us equipment and then we're like yeah. we gotta pay you back and then we like six <laughs> months later we pay him back and stuff like that so it's really <laughs> professional and we're like really great to work with so please hire us um <laughs> But it's also like, you know, he has his own shit going on. Like he has a full-time job. He is pretty much yeah. a full-time musician. He has tons of music projects. Um, he doesn't need to every week have his wife like run downstairs and be like, can you pretty please edit our podcast episode for tomorrow morning? Thanks. <laughs> like I need to have it right now. Can you do it right now? Um, yeah. So this will hopefully eliminate us having to bother him. And yeah, there's I also like fun new things that we can do now. Um, like well, Michelle's actually like, like call, like calling in um, through this, whereas the previous call in things were through 
um, Podbean on my laptop, yeah. which the audio isn't as good. So now we can do that. I can actually like Bluetooth connect my phone to this mixing board, call Michelle, and record her audio. In and we're on FaceTime, right? So, so we're, we can, yeah. It it feels like we're like in the same room, yeah. But we're sort of not. Um, but we're wearing pajamas, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm working. I'm putting earrings on cards, so this is Michelle's like my full multitask. Yeah, she's like full on multitasking. Yeah. Um. But so like the severe irony of all of this is that like we did the we've been doing this for years. Um, like living far apart and then Michelle moves like <laughs> literally walkable from my house and we're like you stay there and I'll stay here and we never we'll never see each other ever again so well, yeah, it's I wish a, we had this before it's very yeah it's so ironic that like we could have been doing this for like two years and yeah we we didn't know what we were doing so it's fine um but yeah so this guy has uh, I won't spoil too many of them, but you might yeah. have heard the sad trombone a minute ago. But um, there are some like canned sound effects that we can program in. Um, and also this board allows us not only to um, have Michelle call in, but obviously like if we were to um, get to a more normal situation the call-in could be another person. So like if we, you know, yeah. we're hoping in the future to have call-in guests and um, do some more virtual interactive things like that. So, And we can um, record while we're on Instagram live right. too. So people can um, comment and the whole thing will be recorded. Like right. we can see people saying stuff and respond. Right. So um, we're super. So that'd fancy. be fun. Yeah, and um, you can. I feel like I'm slightly coming out of my massive depression. I don't know. Oh, congratulations! Like, you know, they're, they're good days <laughs> and bad days. Um, slightly, I have to say, because I don't want to jinx it. But the whole having this thing scheduled this morning for eleven yeah. thirty, yeah, meant that I had to get a bunch of stuff done. Yeah. Before 11.30, I feel like I was more productive this morning than I have been any other day. Because normally, I'll maybe get to the studio by noon. Yeah. And it's downstairs. And then most times, I'm like, oh, it's noon. Maybe I should eat lunch. <laughs> and now it's lunch 1 o'clock. I work. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I'm hungry. Noon. I think that means I'm supposed to be hungry. Yeah. It's weird that, like, even though we both are very used to working at home. Like it's still st structure is like up in the air more than ever. Like it's such a weird because the rest mm -hmm. of the world's structure is off. It's hard to like, I don't know. I've felt extremely cooped up in the house, like in a weird way where like for a couple weeks I was like, why do I feel like this? I'm always home. Like, why does this bother me? And then it, but then it really struck me like Josh at one point was like, when's the last time you've been in a car? Mm, and yeah, I was like, I'm oh. Only in a car like once every week, sometimes once every two weeks. Yeah. Like I literally, yeah. like we went and I dropped off an order for a custom client and like, it, like Josh had come home from work and we took the Kia. But like, 
I was just like, like oh he and he had wa- he had gotten the car washed like last week and I was like oh the car looks so Whoa, clean and, he, and he's like when is the last time you've even been in this car and I'm like I like months ago I don't know like when we went it's to your grandma's funeral thing. like it just feels really weird like it fe- like yeah. and and he does say stuff like why don't you like get out and like go do things and stuff like that and I'm like that sounds terrible. Like I, that, yeah. that's like, an, it's like another level of anxiety that like, why would I go do that? It's not, it's not like normal times when like, I'm just being super introverted and not interacting with people. Like I don't, there aren't things to do. And uh-huh. I don't like anybody that I would be like, let me go hang out with so-and-so like, no, cause we're fucking self. We're like social distancing and we're like trying to be safe and like, we can't, but then I realize, like, oh, this is why other people are just like, I don't care. I'm going to go do whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, personally, like, I've been seeing too many people. Yeah. Um, Sans mask. Not social. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, in people, like, with people that aren't in their household. Yeah. Um, me too. Which just really stresses me out. And I'm like, all right, that's it. Like, I know that, um, you know, we did the couple episodes in person, but I feel like if I'm going to be a curmudgeon about everybody else doing this shit, yeah. like I need to, like, I don't know. Well, it's also like knowing who you're interacting with and like what their, like, if you literally don't know what their whole story is, like, why mm-hmm. are you risking like what they've been doing and who they've been interacting with. It just takes one bad interaction for them to have something and then give it to you. Like, and, and I, and it's like, I've been home all the time. Like I've been home. I've probably been like the most quarantined person, like other than you. (laughs) And, but I have still, gone to the grocery store go to the grocery store yeah i'm also interacting with my husband who goes to work and he interacts with seven or eight people every day like and i don't know and then i don't know what those seven or eight people are doing what are they doing and then those seven or eight people are interacting with 50 other people total i don't know what those 50 people are doing like it literally takes one person that might be 20 people removed from me yeah to make my husband asymptomatic yeah and then make me asymptomatic yeah and then yeah. me yeah. give it to you yeah so like and that's how i've been thinking right. about it but i don't time, think any i don't think you know? most people think like that i think mo- like Ugh. that all that all well, of the scary way to think yeah <laughs> because it's terrifying but it's also like that's reality like there's literally proven trace cases of like that's exactly how it works um yeah so like i don't know it may feel like we're preaching to the fire but i kind of think maybe we're not i've seen some people right that is that is a good point dicey that is a good point i have seen some people i mean i have i have seen some people that i thought that i would never in a million years think would be careless and like flippant about this that are like literally at like a patio restaurant situation like leaning into a selfie picture with someone and neither of them are Mm -hmm. wearing a mask Mm -hmm. they don't even have a mask like around their neck 
Like they're yeah. just like ha- like they're like, oh, you were quarantining me too. We were, yep, we're doing a great job. Let's go have drinks. And it's like I think like a couple weeks ago, I was considering the whole like uh, patio dining situation, and now I'm like, nope, things aren't going well. It's yeah. out. It's not going to happen. I'm not doing that. Yeah. So I mean, it is a better safe than sorry situation i Absolutely. think but and i think that now that there are so many more people being careless it does feel like we kind of are inevitably um going going to see an increase and things are going to at least not like things might not get crazy worse but they're definitely not going to get better by the holidays like that's and that i think that like no yeah business wise that's kind of what I'm most focused on now, like I've been, and I've been seeing a lot more um, fellow business owners talking about like their holiday concerns. Like I've been seeing, I mean, I've been seeing several stores because July is the time when most stores are buying for the holidays and like July and July August, and August. Yeah, yeah, it tends to be like when gift shows would be prepping up. Like there would be, I mean, the gift show, would, like the New York gift show, would be in August. Would have been in August. And Ooh, I've been it. Oh my god, you're fast. I know. That's impressive. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> <sighs> Michelle finished her tray of putting earrings on backing cards. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's kind of terrifying. Cause then I've seen, you know, like a lot of people on Instagram will do like survey, they'll kind of like survey their followers and be like, Hey, like, we're not really sure how to do this. Like, should we buy the same kinds of things we buy? Should we buy the same amounts of things we buy? Like, are we going to be completely online by December? Like what, like how's this going to work? And it's really terrifying because those types of businesses like storefronts that are buying things wholesale, like a bad buying decision could like put you fucking out of business. Like if you spend, if you were like, Hey, we got to spend, you know, 20 grand on a, on a budget for like holiday merchandise. And then you don't sell, you don't sell all of that. You sell half of it. Like you're now in the hole for the holidays, like the mo- the months of the year that were supposed to be the most profitable, and same for well, makers. Like if a bunch of us normally would be like, I gotta overproduce, I gotta double up the things I'm making, I gotta make new products, and I'm gonna be prepped for like twenty shows starting in November. Like that, none of that. Like at this point, it certainly to me feels like none of that is happening. Yeah, I mean, I I stopped having any sort of goals for myself. Yeah, I feel same. like that that's same. helpful. Like, why why, why make a goal to be disappointed on, about it? Yeah, yeah, like which is sort of like sort of a relief because I used to like have all these numbers I was comparing my current sales to, and I was obsessed with all of my charts and stuff, and it first started like, oh, I can't look at this. It's too depressing to like, why bots? Like, let's, let's just try and survive. Like right. if I can sort of like just 
stay above the water this year, that would be amazing. Incredible. I kind of um, feel like that's, I think that's how most people are probably feeling. But then again, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I sure but feel also, like if you don't make it, this is not your fault. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like, yeah, you, you did your best. You didn't try hard. enough. Right. You like, did your best. And yeah, maybe this is too much for anybody. I mean, there, there are going to be like hundreds of thousands of businesses gone after this like it's inevitable that's I mean and if if the teeniest of kind of non-essential businesses like ours go away that kind of seems pretty likely like it I mean as much as that's terrible and and but we also have kind of the benefit of we don't have most of us don't have the overhead yeah and the liability that bigger companies have so yeah i mean if you never read that book that we did the review on company yeah. of one now would be a great time to read it or just listen to our podcast where yes. we review it it's like two parts and it's very good <laughs> yeah the yeah that's i mean it is an interesting thing to think about that like kind of the middle the middle of the range businesses are going to be the most susceptible to failure at this point because yeah like the biggest ones have tons of money they can eat it they can lay off people they they will survive they will come back they'll bounce back no problem the teeny tiniest of us that have no employees or or maybe only one or two employees Uh um and have like very manageable inventory and like do things kind of in batches and haven't like committed a bunch of money to things that we're not going to get back like all of those kind of like tinier moves that maybe before were like having it be that we didn't make a whole lot of money are now kind of what might save us in the end because we now aren't out you know, we're, we don't have a space that we're renting. We don't have employees that we've had to lay off or keep paying. We don't have huge insurance policies we have to hold on to that we have to pay on that we don't have money for. Like, um, we we can kind of, you know, pare things way down and look, yeah. like, lay low and then wait for things to get better and then be like, cool, I feel comfortable now, like coming back or spending a little more money or taking a risk. Um, But then there's also going to be people who are like, this is too fucking stressful. I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, I'm going to just get a job job. Um, Like several people have asked me, about things and like how things are going and I'm like I'm always like like maybe too honest where I'm just like I don't know if show of hands will ever happen again like I that's and that's the truth like I genuinely don't know I don't know if it will ever happen again or if it can ever happen again um but I'm also kind of not worried about that at the moment like that doesn't for some weird reason that doesn't stress me out because what's well, out of your hand yeah I can't do anything yeah. about it it literally has nothing to do with me yeah like I'm uh-huh. gonna do what I can to make money where I can but only if it's 
only if it's in the same way that, like, only if it's doing the same thing that the show was always doing. Like, mm-hmm. if it's a different way to promote the vendors, the way that the show promoted the vendors, and that I can somehow make money to sustain myself by doing that, then I'm going to try to do that. But, like, I'm also not going to do some big risky thing that costs me personally a bunch of money because that's stupid. Um, I'm not going to risk, like, losing my house. Right. I mean, this is definitely not the year for... <laughs> taking big risks no like if our customers like individual customers and uh stores etc like are not taking risks what like we need to remind ourselves that if they put us in a position where they expect us to take the risk that we aren't obligated to do that because that's going to happen it's happening a bit already um people who think that they're doing us a favor but really it's just putting the burden of everything on us yes yeah and I think I mean honestly that's that's like kind of a weird there is like a little bit of a weird creepy like gaslighting situation going on with shop owners to vendors um which I think is I mean and shows are doing it as well um which I think is despicable where people are like basically acting like basically like kind of coming from a place of, Hey, uh, makers, you're really desperate right now. So we're going to do this thing here, which is either buy stuff from you or do this virtual event or do a show that's not safe or, whatever it may be and we're going to undercut it and you're going to you're going to take less than you would normally take you're going to get m- less than you would normally get and you're going to be okay with that cuz times are tough mm-hmm. and you need every penny you can get and we know that like we know that you are desperate and it's it's a it's this veiled thing of like it's like this creepy, creepy backwards thing of like pretending like you really care about these people. Like these, sh- you know, there are shows and there are store owners and it's not everybody. It's fe- it's a few, but like there are ones where like they're pretending like, oh my God, I'm helping you out. And then immediately in the same breath, they're like, can I get a discount? Can I get free shipping? Can I get special things? Can I get a lower minimum order? Can I get yeah. whatever? And it's like, if I offered that to you, you take advantage of it. But if I'm not offering you something, you don't get to ask for special things right now. You should be wanting to pay full price the same way that whoever is paying you like you don't are your customers coming into uh-huh. your storefront and being like, "Hey cool, I know you're having a hard time right now. I love all this merchandise you've got here for curbside pickup. Um that dress over there, can that be 40% off? Great. Thanks. Cuz I know you're having a hard time and you and you're well, desperate to sell it yeah. to me. Like yeah, in the same way that, that you person. wouldn't want that person like in s- the same way that a store owner hates that person. Yeah. We as the vendors hate 
those storefronts who are like, by the way, um, you should give me something special. And like, yeah, I think vendors, makers need to be able to know that like, just because times are tough and everybody's having tough times, you, you do not have to like, you like, it's fine. If you want to negotiate something with a storefront or a client or whatever, because you need money, that's go for it. But like, don't in any way feel like everyone else is doing that or that you somehow have to, because that's not true. Like it's, I think it's, it's the same way that stores have done those kinds of things to us in the past when the economy is just generally bad. We all hear those stories from each other of a store owner being like, I'm a small business owner and I'm really struggling and like, you should give me a discount. And you're like, I'm also a small business owner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and like, I'm not I'm a not rich being... person that is like, happens to for fun be making jewelry. Right. And it's like, you know, that this is a handmade business, I think. So it's part of the reason you're supporting it. Um, so like, I'm still doing all the same work. Yeah. Like stuff costs the same. It's actually more expensive now because stuff has to be shipped differently and takes longer and you have to buy it in different amounts or it's harder to get. Like things are different now. Like stuff, our costs are actually higher than they were before. They're not lower. Yeah. I'm trying to, um, I don't know. Like I've just, I've not been ordering things I normally would. Um, yeah like keeping things in stock I've been really waiting for them to run out which um which I hate and I know will cause problems but um spending money is incredibly stressful um I guess one of the most recent cost-cutting things I did was I just ordered the like plain black velvet pouches Mm -hmm. without my logo on them yeah um which, you know, that's a tiny bit of my heartbreak to not yeah. have my logo on them. But I'm like, Michelle, are you really willing to think money into something right. like that right now? No. Yeah. Um, and it's temporary. You can always like, yeah. remind yourself yeah, yeah. that it's temporary. Yeah. I've, I've had some weird packaging things uh, in the last two months. Like I'd run out of a bunch of stuff. So I was just like thrown it together with what I had. Um, I haven't ordered new postcards, although I probably should. So I've been sending out like, I think two summers ago postcards. Yeah. I still have them. Yeah. Um, uh, like I'd run out of my black washi tape. So I was just using all the other random washi tapes I've bought over the years. Yeah. So making it look cute. Like, yeah, it turns out when you like, a certain you have a certain style that your things go together yeah stuff Um, matches yeah um I had some random craft boxes for a while just because that's all I could get um and it was cheap so like and it like like someone emailed me and was like I'm disappointed this wasn't your regular packaging it doesn't matter they threw it out or recycled it right um why should I like spend the extra money on that right now yeah not gonna cut quarters on the actual jewelry you know yeah but you know 
I guess the big thing I need to do is I have to finish designing the holiday collection and fall. Fall's mostly done, but there's some open spots. Um, and I need to do that based on things I already have. I mean, yeah. you've seen the basement. It is full of materials. Just crammed fucking full of yeah. materials that I could be using. So, yeah, I need to. Uh, yeah, I think design it's, within what I yeah I have. use what you've got, and know that um, yeah, because yeah. normally you'd be like, oh, I really want to get this new stone, or I want to add this color in, and then I you'd go and you'd buy, right, and you'd buy yeah. more stuff, and that and it would work and it'd be fine. But like, yeah, now is not the time to do that. Now is the time now to like time. be more resourceful and like. I've been thinking about very similar things of like trying to figure out like how I can like reconfigure some of my products like um like make make packs of stickers like stickers oh. that make sense together and like sell them mm-hmm. as a pack and be like this is the something pack and like bring, you know make it cute packaging and like that goes so together it also has a higher price point right too. yeah and then trying to kind of like um, and then like re-photograph things just so that they look fresh and ha- and like I can promote them differently and just like give them a new viewpoint. And like there are some things that like don't even really have like styled photos at all. They're just like a shot of the product and that's the only photo that exists. Like stuff that well, could be. That's a good be... thing to talk about is yeah. photos. Um, photos are insanely important right now. Yes, Absolutely. So, and I've and also, video. I've been, yeah, I've been watching like more people kind of like get their face in front of the video and like doing IGTV and like doing Instagram stories and like even just stuff like some of the people I follow who are like, hey, I wanted to show you my stickers today. And I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, I sh- why am I not doing that? Like, why, like, I'm comfortable doing that. Like, why am I not yeah. just like once a week being like, hey, today I'm going to show you. these six cards that I really like here they are and like show them to camera and like it's just like a we it's like it's stuff that doesn't come naturally to me and I'm not I'm not a social media person where I'm like this is my habitual thing where I'm like on oh my god I gotta post this oh my god I gotta post this like I fucking hate my phone and I have it turned off all the time and I don't have my notifications on and so like but it's also to say like there's no reason why I can't schedule making some, like I could literally spend all day on a Tuesday, like record pre-recording cute product videos and then post them throughout the month and like have them on IGTV and have them on my website. Like there's no reason why I can't do that. That costs me $0 and it's free advertising for my own product and it helps bring, it helps show it off. And it's it's the time now where, like, we have to figure out other ways of promoting ourselves and, like, getting in front of people and making people pay attention because there's, like, people more than ever are being, like, inundated with everyone asking them to buy things and then everyone has way less money than they did three months ago. And it's just, like, yeah. it's the, it's all of the worst things coming together at once and it's only going to get weirder as we get 
later into the year because it's like we're going to we're going to be in competition with bigger brands asking people to spend money, bigger brands being able to offer bigger sales and better shipping and faster shipping and deliver, you know, like we're, we're going to be in such competition with bullshit Amazon and we have to figure out ways of like getting in front of our own customers to get them to buy things. Yeah. And it's really like, and it's also like we're talking to an audience of people that are like fully filled with anxiety every, all the time. And like, how do we, like how do we like maybe cheer them up or maybe make them be like, Hey, this is a fun thing that will make your day better. Like buy this cool thing for me and also support my business. Cause I might not be here later without being like Debbie Downer. Like it's hard. Like there's so much, it's so much of a balancing act to figure out like how to, how to market to people. Like, do you just do business yeah. as usual and act like everything's fine are you transparent? Sometimes about, I do that. Right. Like, I mean, sometimes you have to do that just to like make yourself feel okay. Like, yeah, it's fucking depressing to constantly be like, okay, everybody, everything's terrible. <laughs> what are we going to do about it? And it's like, everybody knows we've been in this for several months together now. And, but that doesn't mean that like, we don't all have customers that want us to succeed and and want to support us and want to know how to support us and if we don't give them like I I had a zoom meeting with Amanda Stillwell from Last Craft and we talked about like virtual we just kind of like brainstormed virtual event ideas because she's participated in a couple and I wanted to like pick her brain and just like talk to another person and kind of like bounce a bunch of ideas about like how we can kind of pool our collective resources and like do things to like promote all of us and it's just like there there is this weird place where it's like you don't want to be the person that's not talking about anything that's going on in the world Mm -hmm. but you Mm -hmm. also don't want to be like agenda 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 political post political post also I have jewelry some people like whether whether we like it or not, we do need some parts of our lives that aren't <laughs> about the, how shitty everything is. Right. We we need that escapist sort of thing. And that's kind so, of true all the time. Like, it's a weird thing to it think is, about. But it got, like, people were shaming yes, other people of for course. doing it's that just, or it's, for needing it. It's like, so magnified right now. <laughs> but when you really analyze it and think about it, hard like if you think about it with a really critical uh like a critical mind about like like that's what I said in my conversation with Amanda was like I know like there's part of me that's like there is nothing vital or important about my dumb craft show like there is part of me that very much believes that like like what is the point and what a waste of time and resources. And like, and I think, and sometimes I think that in general, sometimes I think that in general where like, if you get down to the nitty gritty of like what human beings need yeah, and what is important in the world, 
you could argue that that's not important. But on the other hand, there is a very Local strong economies are that, important, and that's what I'm going to yeah. say. Like, there's a there's a very strong part of me that is obviously much stronger than that other half that believes mm-hmm. that my life would have probably zero meaning if it weren't for things like show of hands and the businesses that are part of show of hands, not because I'm the one that runs the show, but because everything I buy, like 90% of the shit I consume is like from local businesses and people who like made the thing that I'm looking at. And like I, there, that is, it's important to me. It like adds value to my life. It makes me happy it makes me a productive person. It makes me, it is something that I enjoy. It is just as vital and important as every other stupid, frivolous thing in the world, like sports and entertainment and art. And it's, it's the same as everything else that we all put so much value on. Like there are millions of people in the world that think sports are the greatest thing in the whole fucking world. Sports get to be important. Right. All the things. And that's exactly the point. Like there are people there, there is billions and billions of dollars in public sporting events. And just because I don't like, like the reason why I would be like, well, that's pointless. Get rid of that. What's the point of that? But I just say Mm -hmm. that because I don't care about it. It's not something I like. And it's the same reason why other people look at my craft show or the fun things that people make at Show of Hands and they're just like, well, that's pointless. Who cares about that? And it's like, well, you don't care about it. But there are millions of people that do. And so in my thinking, I'm just like, there are people, despite all of what's going on, that very much want for show of hands to do something right now and they will show up for it they will not in any way be like i can't believe show of hands is like having a sale or promoting things or doing a virtual event or like you know like only talking about their supporting their makers and when they should be talking about political things like no one's going to say that they're all going to be like thank God this is happening. It's something wonderful and positive that I can focus on and spend my money on and feel normal about. And so then the part of me that's like, doesn't, you know, the one side of me that's like, keep quiet, don't say anything. You're, you're adding noise to the conversation that isn't important. The other part of me is like, no, the world isn't ending tomorrow. Like, People want things to still go on. I personally want to see like restaurants pivoting and doing clever things and offering delivery and like being successful. And when I see them doing something, I'm like, I want to give them my money. I'm go I'm gonna support that. And so yeah. I want like we have to do something to get people to like we have to as businesses like give our customers a way to support us. And we have to be clear about it. I think um, I I keep two two like um, tactics that I'm going to, they're kind of opposite each other that I feel like I'll focus on. Um, And one of them I had been doing well with um, since the beginning of the quarantine shit, which was like 
making sure that you're making things that are special, like that you're not just like cranking shit out to sell it to make, you know, like, ah, I need to make money. Um, like we, we have extra time on our hands. Um, we, we can definitely spend the time to make things extra special right now. Um, so yeah, focusing on like, Hey, normally I would never be able to do this, but guess what? It's 2020 and yeah. I, I can, um, and it's, it's something that's stupidly tedious. I will never do this again. Right. Um, like, but I'm going to do it this year. Yeah. And this, I swear to God, this is like, dumb that like i'm even going to spend the time on it but we have time um so get it this year you'll never get it again right stuff like that so but then also the opposite which is um like helping out customers who are hurting financially by creating like a lower priced sort of um simple version of Mm -hmm. things because like a lot of people are going to be hurting um, for holiday gift giving. Um, And I keep thinking like, how can I um, create a a section of things that is like, everything's under a certain price point so that people can still afford to give gifts because it's easier to say like, well, guess we're not doing gifts this year. Right. Like Steve and I, like I haven't said it, but I will in the next month or so, like we're not doing any gifts for anything. No birthdays, no Christmases. Like yeah. we just bought a house. We're not allowed to <laughs> do yeah. anything else. This, this house is He's like, honey, gift. I bought you light bulbs. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, sure. I hope you like them. Um, They're for the upstairs. <laughs> oh, I just said I was going to get him a leaf blower for his birthday. Nice. But I don't know how much those cost, so probably not. Um, you can get a <laughs> like, leaf blower. You can get a cheap leaf blower. Um, you know, like if we ever get the fucking bathroom done, that's right. our present. Yes. Like, we don't need them. But for most people who aren't in our situation, gifts are great. Yeah. Like, everybody loves gift giving and getting gifts. Like, um, I have to remind myself that um, just because we can easily give that up because we've got all this other shit going on and it's not necessary um, that most other people um, didn't just buy a house that needed renovating, but they couldn't afford to finish renovating it. So they had to move (laughs) into it. During (laughs) coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think Um, about, like, I keep reminding myself that like there like there are tons of people who like were making more money before I, you know, before all of this than I was. And there are people who like had like kind of nothing happened to them during all of this. Like there are people who like fully still have their jobs and fully still have salaries and fully like they like, and, and like those people are the ones that should step up and like be spending at least the same amount of money on, our types of businesses as they were last year. And I'm hoping that that happens, but I, I mean, also d- know that there's a lot of like the reason why shows happen d- 
during the holidays is because it increases the amount of money that people will spend because they are literally in front of things. They are touching things. They are interacting with you. They are being sold on things. It's impulse buying. It's, it's the, it's the psychology of it. That's why events exist. That's why show of hands has been happening for seven years. That's why people have record sales numbers at shows like it. And it is a weird thing that is going to be unprecedented this holiday when there are no shows because it's not like you didn't go to shows and everybody else went to shows and all of that money is spent over there and didn't come to you. Mm -hmm. It's now, how did you place yourself in this new economy where face-to-face sales don't exist for anyone? Where, how, where did you put yourself? Are you in stores that maybe will still have curbside pickup are you, do you have a strong online presence? Have you been marketing to people correctly? Do you have a strong mailing list? And like, now's the time to figure that out because if it's November and you're like, oh shit, I don't really have a good mailing list that I've been interacting with. Like no one's going to know your website even exists because you haven't done a single event in a year to tell people that you even have a website. So yeah. there's like weird shit that we don't we don't know how it's going to work. Um and and uh, at the moment a lot of us are are just talking to the people that already know we exist. So sure. we have to think about how to how to get to the people that don't know we exist when we're going to have a world minus And also shows. how to do that without advertising right. because like Right. That I mean, I usually spend quite a lot of money on advertising over the holidays, yeah. and there's no way I'm doing that this year. I will probably spend zero dollars on advertising this year, yeah, just to see like what I can do without it. Um, because I, I was spending probably a thousand dollars on advertising yeah. over the holidays, yeah. um, and I, I guess I couldn't say. I mean, I was getting back more than that from it but how much more i'm not entirely sure and can i just live without that yeah um probably i don't know um uh in regards to the mailing list uh we're always talking about how the mailing lists are better than social media mm-hmm. but um i just throw in there um that in june when we were all kind of being like taking our voices out of social media, yeah. um, you know, for an, a very necessary break. Um, let some other people talk and shut the fuck up ourselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I still had some business shit going on, but I couldn't post on social media because it was inappropriate, yeah. you know? Um, I sent out an email and things still went well. Yeah. And I don't let comes off as being like, haha, I'm sneaky. I still like <laughs> well, to no, make money, the, but it's like, it's I your still customer have bills base. to pay. So, yeah. um, like regardless of the fact that the world's falling apart, um, I have bills that are due. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I still have to find a way to make money and not be publicly shamed for it. And I know people can respond. I've I've seen some other threads about um, emails that were scheduled in advance. Yeah. Um, and did not acknowledge the state of the world, and they came off as being really toned up. And that's obviously a problem. My yeah. email did mention all of that and like the donations and stuff that I had going on. Um, and I thought it did well. Like my the um, email campaign um, mm-hmm. in terms of revenue that came directly from that campaign. Oh, did I mention on the podcast that I switched to OmniSend finally? I can't I don't remember. know if you mentioned it on the podcast. I, I knew that the, you had. In the group? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I switched like several months ago. And it's pretty great, I think. I'm liking it. It's uh, a lot more intuitive, intuitive than MailChimp. Than MailChimp, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's slightly cheaper for the amount of people I have. Yeah. Um, it's a scary thing to switch uh, email platforms. Um, but I did it, and um, did happy you about did it, it have a way for you to like transfer your lists, or did you have to do that manually? Ooh. No, I trans. I like uploaded them. Um, and I there was some confusion. They um have your list like cause I have several lists. Yeah. Um, and they don't categorize them or like keep them separate the same way that MailChimp did. So I screwed it up at first and had to redo it, but I figured it out eventually. It was just, it was slightly different. Um, anyhow, I, yeah, I'm liking it. But again, uh, this whole social media shit um, is probably going to go on all year where some people are like, I can't follow you if you don't talk about politics 24-7. Um, I don't like you. You talk about politics too much. Or like, you know. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Sure. Um, More like uh, blackout date things for, you know, stuff. um, Because life is terrible. And (laughs) yeah, um, we uh, need to do stuff like that. Anyhow, um. And again, like, yeah, of course, like, maybe today's not, like, a good day to post your dumb breakfast on Instagram, but, um, here's my dumb I, breakfast. Instagram, whether people like it or not, Instagram is for advertising, and, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like, it, you may think it's for sharing pictures of your friends and stuff, it's not you're being advertised to by everybody. Yep. By me. Yep. By you. Yep. Um, by Target. Instagram is 99% an app for advertising. Yes. Absolutely. Anytime I post things of my personal life, that's advertising. Yeah. That's me reminding you that you're that a, person. I'm a person. I'm real. Can't you relate? Um, by my jewelry. By my jewelry. <laughs> Do you want to buy my jewelry? <laughs> uh, we Remember me? I make jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about this like so many times. Like there was a phase where it was like, don't post anything personal. Like yes, business, yeah. business, yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. And now, now it's like and definitely then we realized that all was wrong. the time. Per- yeah, yeah. 
yeah. and said, um, this is definitely the year to post about yourself, personal stuff. Well, yeah, and now um, it's like, now it's just like, you're supposed to have your face on there all the fucking time, and it's My just, face it's... is all over my goddamn Instagram, and <laughs> it's You hate awful. it. You hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. You hate every fucking second of it. I, like, kept my little setup, like, put together, partially put together, um, and just threw it up in the attic, because I'm like, I'm gonna have to do this. Like, yeah. often. Um... I mean, I have other ideas for how I can get, and I've seen other people do it now, so it makes me feel like less of a genius. Um, but like, <laughs> just sending you're my still jewelry. a genius. I had the idea in like March, <laughs> so, but I didn't do anything about it. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll eventually figure out how to coordinate a like some like selfie photos from like previous models i know i mentioned i'd get in touch with you about it um but that would require me making the jewelry (laughs) i didn't do it (laughs) like i was gonna do it for the summer collection i'm like oh but i'd have to make i just have samples yeah and i can't send my samples i'd have to make everything you should make samples of your samples Right. Well, I, I'm going to have to produce it anyway, yeah. but I wasn't going to start that until Monday. And I needed the photos to be done. So I'm like, it's just easier if I shoot it on myself. It was a laziness thing. But yeah, like, time to get comfortable putting our stupid faces in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can do it. That's right. Yeah. If For Michelle real. can do it, then literally anybody can do it. And I hate Michelle it. Hates it like, so much. My face hurt from smiling. <laughs> They're all like, look back at the photos. I'm like, good God, I'm smiling like an idiot. This sucks. They're, they're <laughs> serving their purpose. Here. Yeah, I'll, I know. I'll give you this. Thank you. See, now do you feel better? You got yeah, a I do. Round of applause. I don't know what that And then every time mm-hmm. I post one of the photos of myself, my mom texts me and asks me to text it to her so she can have it in her phone. And you're like, nope, I, d- I erased it immediately. <laughs> I deleted it. Oh, there's a cord. Uh, she, um, she now calls stories DMs. <laughs> I can't wait. Which is funny. I didn't correct her. She's like, I think they're called DMs. I'm like, sure. Yeah, yep, that's right. She's like, I was swiping through my DMs. Yeah. That's that, what she thinks. That's like, like, um, I mean, I hate to, well, no, I don't hate to do it. Um, Bruno from Roner. <laughs> yeah. He, he, like, he's not, he's not that old. Like, he's not an elderly person. He's not, like, mm-hmm. in his 80s or something. Um, he... He even had like me like when I was working there and doing the social media stuff, there was a thing where like they had like Roner had never posted anything to stories like that like uh-huh. whoever was doing it before like stories had had become a thing like in the interim or something and like they were just posting posts and oh. then um and then so I started doing Instagram stories 
and um he so like i could log into the account and then he would also log in or like maybe he was on his own account and he was following roner and he like didn't understand what the th- the buttons at the top were and i was like oh those are instagram stories like you you can post things they go away after tw- i was like trying to just basically mm-hmm. explain it to him like post them they go up for they're up for 24 hours and then they go away and i said the idea is that your regular post might not show up like when you actually mm-hmm. post it like the algorithm doesn't allow for that they don't like they changed it so it doesn't come sequentially so like if you post something at 9 a.m it doesn't show up in everybody's feed at 9 a.m and like yeah. they see it at 9 a.m but your story will show up like in the order that it was posted and like be more frequent and so I was like trying to explain that to him and then so he was like at some point during that day had like watched my stories and I had posted like me walking through the shop and then me taking a video of like the envelope converter. And then like, I took a picture of like somebody printing something like whatever in the shop. And then he's like, he's like, Hey Emily, I watched like the stories you posted. He's like, what was the one? And I don't remember what he said, but it was something like, he's like, what was the one with like, there was like some like girl making a sandwich. And I was like, what? What? No, it was someone else. And he's like, yeah, there was like, like, it just kept going. And then there's like some girl like, make it, like, where was that? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so then we like went and looked again. And, and I was like, oh, did it, I said, did it like flip over, like pivot instead of just go to the next slide? And he's like, I don't remember. And then we realized it was like his daughter's stories. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, there, when you watch the stories, they just keep going. Like- like it won't like and it'll and so I had to show him like where the name of the account was at the top so I was like it'll switch and then you'll see like it doesn't say Roner Press anymore it says something else and he was like oh he's like I was so confused <laughs> I was like these are cool they're in oh my, my shop and I was like what's this random person making a sandwich <laughs> I still have to explain to my mom when I'm reposting someone thing in my story oh yeah that it's she not yours very confused yeah like I didn't take the photo. It's See not how mine. It has someone else's sh- picture up in there. It's um, adorable. I like oh, it. No, it's annoying. I, was, I think it's like funny because trying to teach her how to group text and never got it. It's funny because like there is such a learning curve and like it is so it's such a broad spectrum of like how, how you what you know and like. I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable about it just because I've been forced to like figure stuff out, like based on doing social media for show of hands and for orange beautiful. And then also for Roner and like see paying attention to what other people are doing and then being like, wait, how did they do that? And then just like yeah. Googling the hell out yeah, of it. Yeah, you just Google it. Right. Yeah. But like, it's so funny because people who don't use it as a tool for business, there's no, there's no like, incentive to be like I'm gonna learn how to do that or why that is that way like whereas we are like this is a tool for my business I need to know how to use it and like why it works and what my how to take advantage of it and like what the different buttons are and what the new stickers are and like I have to be kind of knowledgeable about what what I should what what I can ignore and what I can use whereas regular users are just like kind of using it at whatever level 
they need to like if it's just yeah. like touching something and letting it roll and then they're just like wonder why Michelle posted that picture she didn't and then she's like and you don't have to care what like what it means or like where it came from it's why people repost stuff and don't tag people all the time it's because like it doesn't affect them they don't like they don't have yeah. that feeling of like I would never want someone to post my work and not tag me so like we're yeah. super sensitive to it whereas like everyday they're like, users like they're like this is pretty yeah. post yeah yeah which is why Instagram was genius by making the repost stories thing because then like it's automatically yeah. tagged. Um, but then in posts, people can steal stuff and not. I tag don't know it. why they don't have a like repost the story or repost post feature. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. I think because there's too many. App. I think there's too many permissions involved in that like it's too, it's too much liability like because oh. people would constantly like they they would have to but manage you can repost someone else's thing to your story so what does it matter yeah no i know it is real it is a interesting thing um like it's not illegal if it's only there for 24 hours but those are automatically attached to that person's post well yeah. Whereas a post, so a regular would post, post wouldn't would be. be. No, it wouldn't. It could be. It wouldn't no? be attached to that post. It would be. It could be attached to that person's account, but it wouldn't ever go directly to the content of that post. Which means you could alter the content. I think the they content. could make it do it. Yeah, I think it's like way. I think it's. It. I think it's too complicated. I'm sure it is. Like I hate it when people sit around and say like, "Why can't they just do yeah, that?" Yeah, yeah. Well, because there's also, there are things, so, like, um, there are security settings for reshares. Like, you can actually, you can actually say that you don't want people to be able to reshare yeah. your work. I did, I tried to reshare something from someone once yep. and it didn't let me. Yeah. Like, and honestly, like, for designers, that's, like, a very, um, it's, it's an ironic situation because most yeah. of us who make, like, the thing, like, the graphics like I make... Those are like extremely resharable. It's the point. It's literally uh -huh. the point of them. Like no one's making a cute graphic that's square on Instagram with a tag on it and uh -huh. being like, I hope nobody shares this. Like it's literally the point. Your goal is yeah. for as many people to share it as possible because that drives people to your feed. Um, So like it's an interesting thing of like, like what what scenario would you ever have where you were like I don't want people to share this but you can also like restrict my favorite thing on Instagram is restricting people it's my favorite fucking thing like verse, uh -oh. versus blocking people um so I like I restrict everyone <laughs> and you can and it like um it allows you to moderate their comments but you have to do it on an individual basis. Like each per okay. like you can't just like say restrict all comments. You have to like if if some person is like giving you problems or like you oh know my. is a pain in the ass or whatever, you can just make them restricted. And then every time they try to comment, um it'll sit in your feed until you approve it. It's great. It's my favorite thing. And then they don't and then they're not blocked. Then, then you're not like the asshole that blocked them. But then they're kind of blocked. Got it. <laughs> Are 
are you thinking about who you can restrict? What? <laughs> are you thinking about who you can restrict? <laughs> no, I was thinking about um, <laughs> if having you, you say who you're talking about, but bleep yourself because you can do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have the bleep on the sound thing yet. Oh, I thought it was. No, I didn't add it. We haven't added it yet. I have to make Josh. Oh, okay. I have to make Josh add it because it's a sound that right. on his computer. I can't wait to be like, get ready to bleep me. Get ready to bleep. I'm, say, I'm about yeah. to say something. You got to bleep me. What if I don't bleep you right though? That'd be Uh-oh. dangerous. Then yeah. Josh would have to go back in and re-bleep you. <laughs> if I didn't do it the right, I would probably just do it for really long over like most of what you said. <laughs> so I'd be sure to cover the name of somebody. <laughs> so it'd just be you going beep. <laughs> I've always wanted a long ass bleep. Just a really inappropriately yeah. long bleep. Yeah. And then like a pause and then more bleep. <laughs> I think that's fine. Um, like bleeping on TV shows is always funnier than the actual swearing. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's the leave it to your imagination thing. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's like beeping beep like it has like parts like little snippets of the word come through and then like there's beeps and then you're like pretty sure they're not saying curse words and it's being bleeped that's really funny so good we're such dumb like old men (laughs) (laughs) we're like you know what's funny (laughs) people getting bleeped on tv (laughs) it's real hilarious um whoops Sorry. Oh, and you're like, shut up. Sorry. It's over. Yeah, it's over. No, I meant to do. This is what I meant to do. No, stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, is that going on for a long time? Or did I? Just it's hear great, that right? So long? I love how it just like fades out, and people are like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so good. My favorite. Um, so I guess, I guess what we should do is kind of do a call out for anyone who has like a good holiday plan. Yeah, um, or or thinks they have a good holiday plan. Sure. Um, <laughs> or wants to like pitch their holiday plan and see what we what we think. Yeah, we'll probably um, be like, it's amazing. We're stealing it. <laughs> Right. We're also doing um, that. I like I don't obviously direct to consumer is going to be really, really important. Yeah. Um, but you know, being of the size you can only do so much. Right. Um so I guess I wanna also focus equally on like how I can help out my wholesale account. Um and the only idea I have right now is to um, get in touch with a, a very select group of wholesale stores, um, people that I've had long-time relationships with and trust very much, and set up um, sort of like uh, like pop-up trunk show situations where I just send them things. Yeah. Um, and... I can also, I guess, send them the photos if they want it to be virtual and in person, and we make like a real event out of it. You know? Yeah. I like mean, that it gets sounds advertised 
Yeah. Um, and uh, it's for a set amount of time. And when it's over, they pay me for what sold and send back what um, didn't sell or decide to pay me for some, you know, like it's, yeah. it would be flexible. Um, that That's the only sort of new thing like that I have planned. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess I, I started setting this up yesterday, but I have long ways to go on it. Um, and that's creating a section of my website that is going to have all of those sort of extra things that I would bring to a craft show that have never been online. Mm-hmm. Um, like usually for an event, like show of hands, I will make 20 limited editions. Yeah. And then have like, I have those stone rings. Those have only ever been at shows. I have tons of vintage bracelets and earrings and rings and stuff that have never been online. And so I need to get those photographed. And they're not just going to go on the website. They will be in a very specific, I think right now it's just called virtual craft show or craft fair because I haven't come up with anything else. Yeah. Hopefully I will, but if I don't, (laughs) whatever, who gives a shit. The idea is like, hey, I can't be at craft shows this year, but I still want you to see these things that I would have brought. Yeah, and also it's giving people who don't live in Chicago the opportunity to see these things. Um, Like, I think people understand that we've got a chunk of our income that has been taken away this year. Um, And I I think that it's good to provide people with, like, a specific way that we're making up for it, not just a general having yes. sale. Yeah, totally. Like buy my stuff. Like this is separate. This is what this is the cool stuff that I you always see me making for these events. Yeah, and it's right here in this one spot. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think stuff has to have some amount of focus to it because it uh-huh. it ha- like otherwise we're all just going to like blend in with everybody else being like, I'm doing a sale. I'm doing, yeah. this is on sale for a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Like, yeah. Don't go too sale crazy. Yeah. Unless yeah. you've got like emergency yeah. funds that you need. Then or plan like one big sale. Means, like, do yeah. Do something that like has a purpose. Like I'm clearing out this to make way for this, or I'm doing this sale. Cause like, of an event like it's my birthday or it's this holiday or it's coming up on this or like it you know in celebration of something or or to donate yeah or to like raise money for something or whatever it is like but yeah if you go if you have too many sales between now and the holidays that can get like exhausting for people and kind of devalues your stuff yeah I mean honestly I I wish that I only had one sale a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been I thinking, think like, I definitely, smarter. like, I did that birthday sale and, like, it went really well. And I, and I, like, even when I was doing it, I, like, advertised it as, like, this is the, this is the biggest sale that will happen this year. Like, the, if you yeah. want to buy something that you've been waiting to buy or think you'll want to buy later, like, now is the time to buy it because, that they will never things will never be on sale like this again 
And like, I plan to honor that, like moving forward, like I might have one, maybe two more sales between now and the end of the year, but they will be like specific things. Like it'll be like, you know, pre-holiday holiday card sale and they're 15% off or something like, uh, you know, it'll be something specific to a category of product or a launch or something, but like no more, you know, like one gigundous clear some stuff out sale and then that's it. Or it'll be like, Hey, I'm making new product. I need to clear the shelves to make way for that. Like these specific things are super duper discounted. Yeah. But yeah, other Uh, than that, like, yeah, there has to be some kind of like, event around it like I'm doing this and then I'm gonna like give you a studio tour in conjunction with this sale and in conjunction with this launch on my website in conjunction with interviewing three people or showing you my or like I'm gonna make a pair of earrings on IGTV or like whatever it is like giving people something like that they can look forward to that's different um I think is something like all of us have to kind of figure out like if we have been doing that great, but if we haven't like now's the time to like figure that stuff out. I'm like, I combined normally I would have had a summer sale already, but because my studio was closed for a while and I was late on all kinds of shit, I decided to combine. um, Normally I launched the fall collection on my birthday and then Mm. there's like a one or two day sale based on that um so i'm not doing the typical summer sale um and this is my 15th year of business so oh, i'm oh, gonna oh, sorry i'll <laughs> 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 follow it up with the clapping thing um this is my 15th year of business <laughs> it's both um so I'm going to just combine all oh, those shit. things together yeah. and have a sales thingy for that. Yeah. Um, I guess also, like, I don't want people to feel like they can't um, have a sale because, oh, fuck, like, something's, like, tragic or, like, something urgent just happened. Yeah. Like, we've, we have talked about not doing that in the past. I think that rule in general has been thrown out the window this yeah, year. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So if you need to do that, everyone's house is on fire. Everyone's it. house is yeah. on fire and everyone needs to go get a hose and spray water on their own house. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where we're at. Don't like, don't <laughs> feel like you have to be a martyr I, again. Yes, like, yeah. And, and I know a lot of people are, like scared to talk about how shitty things are and I don't think you should talk about it constantly but I also don't think you should just like pretend everything's okay and yeah. then one day I have to be like business has been terrible for right. nine months I should have told you closed. yeah 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 I wish I had said like, something there are lots of middle grounds in between yeah uh, being a Debbie Downer all the time and then not saying a damn thing and then closing. Well, I think it's something, so. it's like a good, that's a good argument for like trying to be a bit more of a planner about social media and less like posting stuff as you feel it kind of thing because that's when stuff gets tricky is like if you're just like, oh. if you're just like 
waking up in the morning and like posting something because you're like in the moment of like I'm feeling desperate and sad about what's going on in the world and I posted something and here's my long ranty comment like whereas if you were a little more intentional about like posting scheduled content and being like this week I'm posting this and this and this to promote these things and you're thinking about it from a business perspective and then throughout the week you're allowed to interject thoughtful Mm -hmm. things like you're less likely to kind of like snowball down the hill of like all you're talking about is how terrible everything is like and then you can kind of check yourself as you go because like you were saying before about like making sure you're not tone deaf about your posts and like posting something the day after something terrible has happened in the world and you're like oh my god new collection launched (laughs) 50% off Right, exactly. But some people do that. Like some people schedule things and they like auto post and like Mm -hmm. they didn't think about it or they didn't check the news in the morning or something. And we're in a state of being right now where like that's how things are. Like we're not in a comfortable place where like there isn't something terrible happening every twenty four hours. Like so it is kind of like a check in on yourself, but like also people understand that you're trying to run a business like people are not like anybody that faults you for that like fuck them like anybody that is like gonna give you a hard time for continuing to run your business and make sure that your business stays afloat for you or your family and you're paying your bills and like having your life continue on like it like if you think about it really hard people make continuing to make money means we are also paying back into the economy like that's this extreme situation with small business owners is that we are like 500 percent more likely to spend all the money we make with other small businesses it's our nature and so like everyone should want for all of us to do really well and be thriving during this time and not failing statistic up that yes. we're 500 times more yes, likely. Absolutely. Can we make that the name of the episode? 500 times more likely. That's more likely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, we also have to like wrap. We, we also have yeah, to stop talking. Yeah, I know my talking. phone's gonna die. Is your yeah. your phone's like the SD card is full? The, yeah. The, I actually just got a message on the board that said your SD card is almost full. Oh shit. Well, you know, it's good that we now have more of a limit. Um, so, okay, wrapping it up, um, we we want to just continue this whole, like, navigating business this year with COVID and shit and sharing yeah. ideas. Yeah. Um, um, and I, wa- I want to encourage yeah. people to, if you weren't thinking about the holidays yet... I would encourage people to just start, like, don't freak out about it, but, like, no, start I'm... start kind of just have that back in the back of your mind because things don't look like they're going in a really super great direction at this point. Like, we're not, it's not like we're on task to, like, be fully reopened anytime soon. So I think that the more you can kind of, like, put yourself in a, strong position now and work towards that like if you if somebody literally started a mailing list from scratch right now like you Mm -hmm. could have a thousand people on a mailing list by november like easy oh well i couldn't 
but you know maybe You're, somebody yeah else you could <laughs> Like, if you put effort into it and you once a week made a call to, like, add people to your mailing list and you, like, made that a thing, like, I want new people, like, you can you can increase the number of people on your mailing list. And those are solid customers. Like, those are solid people that want to know what's happening with you. And come the holidays, will be super thrilled to hear from you and super excited to get a cute newsletter only email that's like here's a discount just for you and like that's a solid sale and you'll have thought about it in July and prepped for that and like it's it's just like a thing to think about ahead of time but yeah we totally have to end this or it's going to cut us off (laughs) so what else Um, do you have to say before I end oh no I think that's that's it just like get in touch with us if you want to uh yeah uh, be on the podcast and stay tuned for some sort of like instagram uh live recorded podcast thing where you can participate in the podcast yeah um you know without really being on it yeah um, so if you want to email us gonna, it's, yeah we're gonna keep talking about this sort of shit over and over and over again yeah basically and like, if you've got, or, like, specific yeah. things, like, something more, like, yeah, if you have something more specific that you want to talk about, like, in relation, like, obviously, everything's going to be in relation to, like, what's going on in the world, because that's, that's what's happening. Um, but, yeah, pancaketownpodcast at gmail.com is our email. And then, obviously, uh, pancaketownpodcast on Instagram. You can always send us a DM. And we have a Patreon if you're into the zone of supporting um what we're doing um you can go on our patreon and just search pancake town podcast um and there's some tiny rants on there you can listen to if you want to hear more of this nonsense if you want to hear us rant about fireworks <laughs> that's right here's a bitch about fireworks i think that's fair uh, unplanned Ooh, that got like it started real it started real loud i'll have to work on that all right we're fading out. Yeah, it it can be for a while. It's just like mood music now while we talk. <laughs> Bye. Um. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um. We're gonna get better at this whole doing our own recording. Um. So it'll be smoother soon. We promise. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much, and um, stay safe. Wear a mask. Um, if you don't want to wear a mask, stay home. Yep. That's it. Bye.